Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. Yes, I've just gone 8.19 uh, Central African time. At that time of the morning, where we join our very own uh, Rafiq Hassan. And Alhamdulillah, the topic uh, this morning, the fifth pillar of Islam in the Noble Quran. And Alhamdulillah, you know, when you look at uh, the entirety of the Noble Quran, you look at uh, the different stories that come in the Noble Quran. It's relevant. And uh, most scriptures, yes, uh, relevant uh, scriptures carry the same story. But the uh, Quran is a litmus test, yes, to see whether the story has been uh, tampered with you bring it and put it next to the story of the Noble Quran. And if it, yeah, something went off alignment, the Quran will say, no, no, this is how you do a realignment. So Alhamdulillah, we talk about the fifth pillar mentioned in the Noble Quran. And as I say, Rafiq Hassan sees all dimension. He doesn't even give you a blinkered view. He doesn't give you a herded view. He doesn't give you an inbox view. He gives you looking out of the box, but with a spiritual eye. And Rafiq Hassan Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And jazakallah khair for joining us on the platforms of Sirius FM, uh, Rafiq. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Brother Shafat and to your dedicated team there. And yes, uh, you know, we, uh, we always talk about these 10 days, the Hajj, and it's all, you know, all coming to an end, alhamdulillah. This momentous, uh, you know, performance, I call it, this uh, divine ritual that Allah has prescribed, uh, you know, from the time of uh, Ibrahim al-Islam, carrying on continuously till today. Absolutely, Rafiq, and alhamdulillah, what a, I mean, both uh, you and I and many of us will be in the next world, and this scenario, year in and year out, everyone will be experiencing it, everyone will have a different experience, a different uh, you know, uh, 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 opinion and different. Uh, no two individuals are alike. And, you know, perhaps, we, as, as you say, we look at the Quran and, you know, sometimes you force people to uh, look at Islam the way you should look at it. Or, you know, we are opinionated and if people don't agree with us, uh, we label them. And uh, well, when you get uh, when you look at the Quran, it's like diving into the ocean. And no two swimmers will get the same impression or the same feeling when they're diving deeper and deeper. What's your thoughts on that? Should you let it be that the person evolve or you should be taking them and say, hey, harness them and ride them? Uh, Rafiq, what's your thoughts? Well, you see, when you say Quran, which is the right, the first uh, approach and the only approach and the only genuine approach and source of information is Al-Quran because Al-Quran is Kalamullah. It is the direct words of God Almighty Allah Subhanahu not my opinion, your opinion, or somebody else's opinion. It is the direct words of God Almighty Allah Subhanahu preserved. The only book that is preserved till today, you know, from all the other revelations. And it was part of Allah's plan. He knew the previous uh, generations, the, the prophets, the followers of previous prophets, that they would tamper with and interfere with the revelation. And that's why in his grand plan, he knew the final messenger is coming. With Jesus, peace be upon him, said in John 16, and when he, the spirit of truth comes, you know, he will guide you onto all truth. The one is coming. He'll set the record straight. And that is Al-Quran. And the Quran, you know, when you talk about Hajj in the Quran, and therefore that is our source of reference. There's no other source that will come yet. Every other source after the Quran, you know, and the Sunnah, the direct Sunnah of the Prophet, which was divine, everything else is a human and therefore 
it can uh, be, uh, you know, have errors in it. Not the Quran and not the son of the Rasulullah. Chapter 22, verse 23, you talk about Hajj in the Quran. Let's go to Surah Hajj itself. It's entitled Hajj, you know, the pilgrimage. Chapter 22 is entitled the pilgrimage. In verse 26, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Behold, we allocated the site to Abraham of the sacred mosque, saying, Associate nothing in worship with me. Sanctify my house for those who come for Shitraun, or stand up or bow or prostrate themselves therein in prayer. Now, the operative word, Brother Shafat, is what? Allah says, we gave the site. Allah says, we have allocated the site. To who? To Ibrahim, alayhi salam. So this site, you know, when you want to buy and build something, you go and look for a, for a plot. This plot, where the Kaaba Sharif is, Allah says, I allocated this spot for Ibrahim. This is a very crucial point. We, we tend to overlook this point, and I know we do not have, uh, you know, we got short time. But, you know, if I just focus on this from the Quran, when you said Hajj in the Quran, I'm asking you a question, Brother Shafat. So this is proof that Ibrahim salam did not on his own decide to build it. He was under divine inspiration for that site. Well, the tradition tells us that it was Adam Ali Salam who was brought there first, and 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 he was given and you know laid a foundation and was told that this is where you know my house will be built for the worship of your progeny Bani Adam, uh, and then uh, Allah brought Abraham there, Ibrahim Ali Salam, and then told him this is where you're going to build uh, you know my house for the worship of what mankind. Now here's here is something to consider. Having said this. Number one, where was Ibrahim al-Sab? Where is this place? In the valley of Baqa. You know, in chapter 3, verse 96, and in the book of Psalms, in both places it is talking about the valley of Baqa. This is where the Kaaba is. This is where Baytullah is. This is where everyone goes for the Hajj, okay? Now I'm asking you, where is on the map? Let's, let's look 4,000 years ago, Brother Shafat. Where was this valley of Baqa? 4,000 years ago, it was in a barren, desolate, uh, you know, valley, which was scorching hot, no water, no people, no civilization, a, a place where if you go there, and you will perish. That's where it was, number one. Number two, geographically, Ibrahim al was born in Urd of the Chaldeans. He was born in Iraq. Mesopotamia, at that time it was called. Today is Iraq. That's where he was. He moved because of his father. We know the story, the, the, uh, the problems he had with the idol worshipping there. He went to the land of Canaan. He went to what we would call, you know, after he went to Syria for a while. Then he went to, uh, you know, the land of Canaan, which is today's Palestine. Then he stayed for many years, the drought. He had to go to Egypt, right? They had to migrate to Egypt. Now, all these places is not Mecca. Mecca is Arabia. Now, look where he spent most of his life. Look where his travels was. From Egypt, they went to get water, famine. He even got our second wife, Hajar Islam, as a gift there from the king. But then, lo and behold, Allah's plan, by using the child Ismail, Islam, from his wife, Hagar, please be upon her, he is commanded to take the wife, and there he is directed to the valley of Bakka, a barren, desolate valley. Now, you tell me, Brother Shafar, who would have chosen that spot where nobody goes, where there's no water, there's no civilization? Who will choose such a spot 
for the worship of mankind, for God's worship of mankind. A normal human being wouldn't do that. Now, here's the TKO coming. So second point, me and you, we were there, we'd say, who will ever come here, man? Even his wife said to him, are you leaving me here? When he left Hazrat Salam in the Bayou. I mean, I'll perish here. There's nothing here. And he just had to look at her because he was told not to talk to her. But then she asked, is this God's plan? And he just shook his head in affirmation. And then she realized, okay, leave me. If this is God's plan, then God will take care. He knows what to do. Now, here's the cheeky over at Safari. At that time, there were no maps of the world. There were no maps of the continents 4,000 years ago. Today, Mecca is the center of the land mass. That spot, that's why they call it Middle East. It's between the East and the West. It's the middle between the East and the West. How did Ibrahim Salam, he would never have known that. That was Allah's divine plan. And it is in the Quran. Allah chose this spot because if you have to put it in America, then Putin will have another grouse and China will have another grouse because it is <laughs> on the one end of the world. If you put it in China, then Biden and the Bushes will have a problem. It's too far for them to go. Or if it was in South Africa. But look at the wisdom. Nobody knew geography and land and continents. This is the miracle of only the spot of, the, of Mecca, of the Kaaba in the world. It is divine. It is divine. It is beyond human reasoning. And, and this is till today proven. That's why when you are saying, and proclaim the pilgrimage, what does the next verse say? Abraham pronounced the Hajj, you will see them coming on mountain foot, on every kind of camel that is lean account of Jenny. And me and you would have turned to Allah and said, Who is going to come here, Allah? This, is a, this journey alone is, is you got to, you know, it's a journey that you may not reach here. It is so obvious. But Allah said, They will come. They will come. And this Hajj that is on now, look at the crowds. Look at the teeming millions that come. A prophecy again fulfilled. Indeed, the Quran is divine. Indeed, the Hajj is divine. Indeed, the location of the Kaaba is divine. And therefore, you know, mankind needs to look at these things and realize that, see, uh, they have abandoned. The Hajj was prescribed for the Jews and Christians. We have a pamphlet, Hajj in the Bible. You know, contact us at Ifri at Info at ifri.com, free of charge, compliments of serious and ifri. They, they all performed the hajj. They knew it, but they forgot it. It is the Muslims and the Muslims alone who are still showing mankind the, the post and the way to the truth and to God. I tell you, Rafik, you know what? Did anyone tell you you're a genius? You're an absolute genius. And I tell you, when you brought that story in, uh, I'm just marveling at you. And you know what? I'm telling you loudly and proudly that you're one of the stars on Sirius FM. You are a star indeed. And talking about that uh, literature, you know what, Yusuf? Get a, get Yusuf's, I mean, get uh, Rafik's literature from Ifri and we'll give it out in Ikuruleni. Rafik, send Why us not? whatever you you're want welcome. and inshallah we will give it out on, uh, in our part of the world here in Ikuruleni. Nay, we'll, sir. Uh, yeah, the whole world, you can get in touch with us and, you know, we can always uh, liaise with Rafiq Hassan. Yes, we can Amin email North. it to them too. It's all on PDFs and it's free of charge, compliment, serious FM and if Beautiful. It's for the people to see the truth. All right, give, give, give us the details there, Rafiq. Compliments of yeah, serious yeah. FM and Ifri. And Ifri. Info at Ifri.com and, you know, they want it from us. Info at I-I-F-R-I. Two I's. I-I-F-R-I. 
www.sirius.com or we'll send it to you at Sirius FM and you can, they can contact you there as well. Ah, bless you, Rafiq. And uh, people, there's it. Yeah, be powerful like Rafiq Hassan. Be a powerful Muslim. And uh, Rafiq, you're beautiful indeed. Uh, your parting words uh, this morning? Well, you know, we've got the last, uh, you know, for us here, the last, we call it the Ayam Shriq, the last uh, day today and tomorrow, you know, for the real sacred days that will end with the Qurbani and the sacrifice. All I'm saying is, you know, the Hajj was a lesson of Allah's sovereignty, of his power, and of righteousness, you know, and Tawheed. Let us, after all this, carry on the spirit, you know, keep do the righteous things and call people to the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I think this is our duty. Mankind needs this. You know, they are gone off the track. They've gone off the track because they've, they forgot the compass. They forgot where is the center of the world. Their, their, their compass is either Paris, London, New York. Bring back the compass to Beitul Atik, the ancient house, and it will take you to Abraham, who was our grandfather, who was the patriarch, and who was true in faith. Maybe the world will come right again. Allahu Akbar. Father Ibrahim. Father Abraham. Father Ibrahim, alayhi salam. Beautiful indeed, Rafiq. MashaAllah, day ahead. Talk to you soon. Allahu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, people, time for us to go for a break. When we get back, Abu Bakr see that will be joining us on the Muslim News. Keep the smile and stay tuned on the radio dial with Sirius FM 105.7. Hajj is the fifth of Islam. A visit to Al-Kaaba, the house of Allah. Once in a lifetime for those who can. Hajj is the fifth pillar of Islam. Muslims from every corner of the world gather in Mecca to make the pilgrimage. Muslims from every corner of the world gather in Mecca to make the pilgrimage. To see the house of Allah, where in their haram, go once around the Kaaba, and then six times again. Hajj is the fifth pillar of Islam, a visit to Allah, house of Allah, once in a lifetime for those who can. Hajj is the fifth pillar of Islam, when we are at Hajj, we must be at peace. Not to harm a man or to kill a beast. When we are at Hajj, we must be at peace. Not to harm a man or to kill a beast. Not to pick a flower or to cut a plant. Hoping we will be forgiven at Arafat. Hajj is the fifth pillar of Islam. A visit to Al-Kaaba, the house of Allah. Once in a lifetime for those who can Hajj is the fifth